Greetings, listeners, and welcome back to Cosmic Crit. I'm Jabert, and I'm here to introduce this episode to you. And I'm really excited about it, but before we get started, I want to mention a couple of things to you. First of all, we're going to talk about it later in the episode in a bit more detail, but CritterCon 2 is coming up here at the end of April. It's going to be the weekend of the 26th to the 28th of April. That's in 2019 for you future people. Um, it's going to be a ton of fun. We're going to have a Let's Watch. We're going to do some Starfinder Society. It's going to be a hoot and a holler. We're going to be streaming the whole time, and we hope you'll stop by and check it out. You can come over to CosmicCrit.com for more details, or join us on our Discord and uh, talk to some of the folks over there. I'm sure we can help you set something up. Uh, the other thing I am very excited to announce now is our April Challenge. We've been in April for just over a week at this point, and it's high time that we announce to you our new challenge for the month of April. Uh, we are doing a, a trick attack challenge. Uh, specifically, I've been coming up with uh, engineering-based trick attacks for all of my attacks, and I'm tr trying to keep them unique and fresh, but I gotta be honest, guys, that well is running dry, so I need your help. <laughs> I need you to uh, step in and bail me out of this with some fresh new trick attack ideas. Now keep in mind that my trick attacks are usually engineering based. So the closer you can gear your trick attacks to that, the more helpful it will be to me. But that is not a requirement as we are also considering using this list on into the future for other operatives that may play in our games. But for me, it would be super helpful if your trick attacks could be either something that I may have built, some stuff that I may keep in my numerous pockets, or some sort of a modification that I may have made to my weapons or armor or some such thing. Uh, at the end of the month, we're going to review all the submissions and we're going to pick our three favorites. And those three listeners will get their choice of either a $15 gift card to the Paizo store or a $20 gift card to the Cosmic Crit uh, online store. So you can pick up your favorite bumfuzzle merch or, you know, any of those other characters that maybe you like more than me. So that's about it. I'm not going to eat up any more of your time. I'm going to let you get right onto the episode. I'm really excited about it. We've just landed in Madelon's Landing. We've just met Jellic, and he has agreed to take us to Madelon's Landing. And today we get to explore that settlement a little bit and meet some of the folks that live there. And I cannot wait for you to hear this. It's going to be a hoot, and I'm so excited. And so, without any further ado, allow me to introduce Episode 79. A for Ivory. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. It's a one for the money, a toot for the show. Three will get us ready. Now let's go, Crittermanders, go. I need a little less conversation and a little more Starfinder action, please, as this week we dive into a hunka hunka burning condition love right here on Cosmic Crit. Gosh. Oh, Thank man. you. Thank you very much. My name is Patrick, and I'm your GM of this jailhouse drift rock looking to kick this whole cell block with some crits and super hits. 
joining me are the bellhops of the Heartbreak Hotel, my five friends, and your banana and peanut butter sandwich eating players. Join me in welcoming to my right. PCs with high wisdom scores say only fools rush into melee combat. It's Tyler playing Nikithi. I'm here because I was promised a banana peanut butter sandwich. And to his right, why, she's no man's buttercup, but if you try and court her, you'll find infinite worlds where you're all shook up. It's Rebecca rocking Talara. Ohana means family. Across the digital table. (laughs) Across the digital table. You ain't nothing but an uplifted bear lying with bluff all the time. It's Miles with Wim. Uh-huh. To his right, do anything you want to his spacesuit, but lay off his blue suede underpants. It's Jabert bringing bumfuzzle. I, too, will die on the toilet. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> and Joss already beat you to that one. <laughs> and to my left, his entropic kiss is sending me higher Got that acidic burning love. It's Drew running with a cast. I'm Vegas Karate Elvis. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Hello. How are you doing? Not too bad. I was doing okay until that Ohana joke came out. Now, <laughs> yeah, well, what happened? I'm just not okay anymore. <laughs> Rebecca knows what she likes, and she likes what she knows. That's right. Um, <laughs> I saw it coming a mile away. <laughs> uh, this uh, this cold is still killing me. I'm ready for winter to be done. Uh, if you guys have noticed the last few weeks, say an oaky timber to my voice. It's because I <laughs> have been coughing between uh, muting my microphone constantly. <laughs> so uh, has anyone noticed? I don't, I don't even know. Just, I mean, I, I, I think everyone in the Discord has been aware that you have been under the weather. People noticed, I think, on the Discord when I didn't show up for like three days in a row. And we're like, I'm dying. Bye. <laughs> See, you guys. <laughs> See you guys on the other side. Um, well, yeah, well, that's ugly smarch, hopefully, which is behind us because in front of us is beautiful April. And what's going on this month, everybody? Criticon. CritterCon 2, uh, Electrovore Boogaloo, I believe is the, the subtitle. Uh, yes, our second online convention. I'm very excited. Uh, I know some of you guys got to experience the first CritterCon weekend, which was thrown together like in no time whatsoever. This one, a little more, little more thought out. Um, uh, what, what is CritterCon? It's an online convention where we play some Starfinder Society and we do some streaming and have a rowdy good time and support people. And anyone can join. You can maybe play a game with one of the cast members, but certainly with Crittermanders um, on Discord and uh, via Roll20 using Warhorn as a sign-up per usual. But yeah, it's like a dedicated time for everyone to kind of gather together and enjoy some Starfinder together. Yeah, and also raise some money for Doctors Without Borders, which is yeah. an excellent organization. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying that because my wife works for partners. Yeah, <laughs> And you can even win some cool uh, Starfinder boons and uh, some other sweet perks for being involved. Did you say boons? Tyler, what are these boons that you speak of? Like a Daniel boon? 
Yes, yes, we're giving away Daniel Boone. <laughs> we dug up his old, old bones, and they, you get yeah. them if you play this game with us. I didn't we're want that raccoon trouble. skin hat. I have no idea what the boons are. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I just well, you you know what boons are, but not what boons will be raffled off. Correct. Oh yes, correct. That is. <clears throat> yeah, the, m- many of the boons will be uh, uh, race boons for Starfinder Society. Uh, some of which are secret uh, because we're getting them directly from uh, Paizo. Uh, and they might be exclusive to the convention. We don't know yet, but we'll, we'll have those announced. There's raffles for those that you can join up in. Any of the games that you play during our online convention count for official support, which means you can donate to Doctors Without Borders during your play session. I believe it's going to be $10 uh, to re-roll any D20 and $30 for an automatic crit to automatically <laughs> roll a, a, yeah. a 20. We'll, we'll have those numbers up and it's going to make fun so things. much money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm already excited for our stream so that my mother can come in and drop some money and I can uh, GM and, and try and kill you all again. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. And, and we may have some Starfinder adjacent stuff going on. We might watch another movie alongside. We're trying to figure out if we could find a good one to 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 live stream again. So, I think we should watch Bucket of Blood myself. Oh, that classic family friendly <laughs> film. <laughs> Yob, it's pretty family friendly. Uh, yeah. So this is April twenty sixth, twenty seventh, and twenty eighth. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The end of end of the month. Um, but yeah, I think by the time you're listening to this episode, you can go ahead and sign up to play in the games. Uh, we have like, I don't know, 30, 40 something tables by the time we're recording this, including the Starfinder Society special table 1-99, uh, which is a, a multi-table event. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to play it last year, I'm very excited to be running it online. And we're going to be doing stuff on our Twitch channel that entire weekend. <laughs> I don't know how the, that many hours <laughs> exist in the weekend, but I was looking at the schedule with our our good buddy Odin uh, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and uh, we're trying to fill it up with uh, with friends and in fun times. Um, you guys all all have off work that weekend. Uh, <laughs> have some some time set aside. I can take Friday. I'm going to I'm going to be free Friday. I'm clearing my books. Nobody Fun. contact me. I'm turning I'm turning off my phone for the whole weekend. We are trying well, to get our kids taken care of so that we can just throw caution to the wind and yeah, game all day. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm going to buy like 12 boxes of donuts and just like hide them all <laughs> over the house and just say, "All right, Marina, you go find those." And then then I can <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Cool. <laughs> um, awesome. Um, everyone else, everyone else, uh, yeah, just get ready. Find out more information on the Discord or website. We'll have stuff up there, uh, and follow us on Twitter for updates at Cosmic Crits. Um, that's that's a big April news. I'm very excited about that. A uh, couple weeks still to go, so plenty of time to sign up. Um, but yeah, why don't we stop thinking about the future, start thinking about the present. You guys ready to play? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. What happened last week on Cosmic Crit? After beating down the blue monkeys, the team came upon a mining camp and heard someone running toward them. And so in preparation, Talara called upon another dimension to turn the mist into jello. And she accidentally trapped a potential friend. Yeah, the potential friend turned out to be an escaped colonist and recent divorcee named Jellic, who was being chased down by yet another crew of Islanti soldiers. Wind's wild swings continued to miss their mark, but he got a couple good licks in, uh, helping to take down more Aslanti scouts. Kaz, injured after a critical attack, retreated into the mist in hopes that the enemy would follow him and finish the job. Unfortunately, they turned their attention to his teammates in the clearing instead. We learned from Jellic that the nascent Nakandas colony is under Aslanti martial law. And to complicate matters further, it sounds like they've taken a particular interest in our mutual acquaintance, Sedona. Bump, bump, bum. bump, 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 bump. That's where we find you guys when we start this week. What's going to happen? You don't know. There's all kind of crazy twists and turns this plot can take. But we see mists in the forest, uh, the morning before the dawn. And we see uh, a, an odd group of of seven figures marching. Jellic hurt, but now ambling on his own. Uh, explains it'll be easy to slip into the colony and get to his ex-wife Ibretta's workshop uh, when it's still dark out. But yeah, there's another mile or so to go. And after trudging it through the darkness, you see a clearing in the trees and get your first glimpse of the colony proper. The town of Madelon's Landing. The mist seem to clear from the township, and you see dozens of corrugated prefab buildings made out of uh, the shipping containers that the colonists use to transport their goods and persons to Nakondas. It's still pre-dawn, but you also see the dark outline in the center of the town, a, a large structure unlike the rest, that of the Aslanti Garrison building. And you pick out the heavy weapons platform on top of it against the misty tree line to the south. Jellic uh, shoots you a low whistle just and, and hustles you into a small compound on the north side of town. What looks like three of these shipping containers kind of built together in a, a U, uh, surrounded by a fence and uh, walking through through uh, the gate there. You see a number of tech devices, engine blocks, HVAC systems. They all are kind of splayed out in the yard, uh, junkyard style. And Jellic walks past these to... Um, get to a, a door and, and starts to, to bang on it. And it's but a minute later that a, a human woman appears, zipping up her coveralls, rubbing the sleep out of her eyes, holding a, a cup of, of steaming coffee. She looks like she has some years on her. She has brown hair pulled back in a messy bun, cinched with a greasy O-ring, and she sees Jellic first. Jellic? She says, uh, seeing the bloody armor uh, of her former husband, the five of you, including a very large bear. Uh, she then immediately follows up with, 
What damn fool thing have you done to yourself this time? Get, get inside before you bleed all over my doorframe. And she doesn't pay you all much mind as she lets you in and immediately begins to, to work on his wounds, taking off his armor. Yeah, I was going mm-hmm. yeah, to ask, can we come in? <laughs> yes, come in. Oh, oh, oh good. Can, can I fit in the dorm frame? <laughs> so as a large creature, you know, medium sized door frames give you some trouble, but you just kind of like shoulder in first head, other <laughs> shoulder, knee, knee. Uh, it takes, you know, it takes some time. Uh, it's actually a squeezing action, which leaves you a little defenseless for a moment, but you're able to get inside. She pulls a healing serum from a toolbox, kind of jabs it in his his side where the bullet wound was. And uh, says, what are you trying to do? Get out of your Abadar core contract early. They'll still bill you for the coffin and service, you big dummy. They have some some tense words for a few minutes and. She pulls out some vac bags of tins of perishables from her pantry, passes them out to all of you, and a couple of uh, bottles of of uh, water, some very small bottles. Maybe so. When when this uh, woman, you know, maybe hands Nikithi the uh, the packet, he might he would say, "Thank you. Uh, we have yet to catch your name." The name's Ibretta. Jellic here said he pulled you out of the forest after you pulled his butt out the fire. Is that right? We found him being chased by the Islanti. She uh, motions to a, a living space, uh, a small living room. And there's some broken chairs and couches. And you have to move data pads and, and bits and pieces of electronics onto a coffee table before you all can sit down. She sits down as well. Uh, with her coffee, finally uh, being able to enjoy it, she says, well, well, tell me, uh, now who the heck are, are you all supposed to be? <clears throat> We're Starfinders. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Last are, season. Are, 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 are we not Starfinders? <laughs> no. We're not Starfinders. No. This, uh, this season will have nothing to do with Starfinders. We're friends of Sedona. You, you all know Sedona? That's what I said. Well, how do you know her? You're not part of the colony. She hired us to pull a job, let's say, and deliver some supplies here. Oh, you're you're the the crew of the uh, the Phoenix's respite. She told me about. We are. Oh, right, right. Well, you came at a, a pretty terrible time. What exactly has been going on? Well, what Jellic told you is the truth. Don't know too too much about these here is Lanty myself they're uh, they're a pretty sadistic lot though uh, I thought after they they locked up Madelon and Sedona and the garrison that they'd be coming for me next but well that hasn't happened yet at least uh, I, I've been trying to keep my head down these last few few weeks at, at least when those uh, authoritarian Rarfin are, are looking in my direction we need to get to Sedona. Can you show us where she's being held? I mean, did, did you see that huge building armed to the teeth in the center of town? That's that's where uh, they, they took her and, and the mayor. What can you tell us about their establishment? Is there anything, any back door, any any patrols that are regular? It's anything to get us inside. Well, I mean, I, I just met you all, but you know what? 
Sedona is a real smart lady, and well, she helped with a ton of the logistics of setting up this here colony and was pretty adept at mediating disputes uh, as legal counsel. Heck, she was my divorce lawyer, and I'm still paying off her legal fees. Tell you what, if you all are, are friends with her, that's all the background check I need on you. If you have her ear, you got mine as well. I've been trying to organize uh, opposition force here in the colony since the, these, uh, these Star Empire types landed. Figure we'd uh, bide our time until we, we had a, an opening. Time was right to strike back. But I think that you all showing up is the, the good luck charm maybe I was waiting for. If you all want to bring the fight to these Aslanti, well, I got a few ideas how we can make them hurt. I am eager to pay my respects to the Aslanti. What about the rest of you all? I'm feeling a bit peckish. <laughs> o- okay. <laughs> <laughs> Does she hand him some more crackers? <laughs> oh, I meant like I, I, I was going to take on the, the Aslanti, but yeah. Are you going to take a bite out of crime? Yeah. Yeah. I must admit I am more interested in the high-tech ship that Jalik mentioned. Well, yeah, no, I, I don't know too, too much about that, but I, I know a few people that do. Uh, you you do right by me and we can set you up, but if the, the rest of you are game, then what do you say? Care to start a revolution with me? Uh, if you guys indeed uh, start talking earnestly with her, she'll move to like another room, clear off a table. She flips on some lights, pulls some some blueprints from an, an unused section of pipeline in the corner of the room and she spreads them all out across this this uh, work table weighs the end down with wrenches and spanners from her tool belts and you see a collection of building blueprints along with hand drawn maps of the colony and dozens of hand scribbled notes that lie at the, the margins of these maps. Ibretta says we will lose any f- stand up fight with these soldiers they are Better armed, trained, organized, and, well, there's just more of them in fighting form than I think even with you all here. So my plan was to weaken them up a bit, raise the spirits of everyone here in town. Uh, I have some ideas about a few targeted strikes uh, around the colony, maybe thin their herd a bit, if you catch my meaning. Once we divide and and conquer, you know, we, we make a distraction, and then we make a a go for their garrison, get our, our people out of there. We free those prisoners, you know, take their weapons, then we can flush the rest of them out of town. If uh, we, we equip some like-minded colonists and have them round up the survivors, bingo, we, we shake off the chains uh, and the condus is ours again. I agree with this. Guerrilla tactics would be best. We were able to rip off a Aslanti motion detector from one of the bodies, which will help us in knowing the location of the soldiers. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen one of those things. Is that what they are? Good, good. Yes. Sounds like you, you all are pretty far ahead of things already. That is what we are paid to do. I thought you were just supposed to transport goods here. Yeah, yeah. Also, we're good for driving ships and unloading cargo. Oh, you got a lot going on for you then. (laughs) That's what they pay me for, at least. We have this is a cool map. Oh yeah, no, this we're we're going. This is like the hand-drawn map that uh, she pulls out. Um, 
along with uh, of some of these buildings, she has some some more kind of direct schematics. Uh, but yeah, right here in the center of the map is where Chonk, a huge garrison building, is located with evil-looking guns. And where are we right now? Uh, the northwest kind of quadrant over here. It's these three buildings in a, a little like U shape. This is uh, Ibretta's. I I, I kind of don't want to ask what's uh, over to the northeast. Yeah, that that looks like trouble. That looks bad. <laughs> looks like well, bad <laughs> she can she can point it out. Uh, as we're looking over this map, feel free. Yeah, what what questions do you have? Do you, do you ask her what this is? Yes. Uh, yeah, she, this is all hand-drawn. It doesn't look like it was, like, original part of the colony planning. But uh, she says, that's, well, that's the cemetery. We uh, didn't think we would have much use for this early on. But um, we've actually lost a, a good many here, uh, even before the Aslanti came. So uh, that's that's where we, we put the dead. Most of your buildings appear to be singular. What is this larger building to the north of the garrison? Uh, this here is the storehouse. Uh, we put, yeah, four of the, the prefabs together, and that's where we keep all the goods, uh, dry goods, what have you. Uh, that, that's where you would have been uh, unloading uh, right there near the center of town and, and, and putting the supplies into uh, for the entire colony. And this large embankment to the north of the garrison. What is this? What is this? Oh, that that's a, a, a natural feature. Uh, we call it Glimmer Rock. And it's uh, uh, a large rise there in, in the center of town, uh, a couple hundred feet long and almost 30 feet tall. And it's, yeah, just kind of the, the highest point, this, this little ridge. We found it in our initial survey of the planet and it's got all these crystalline rocks kind of... Uh, jutting out the side of it are they valuable i mean yeah they're not they're not any more valuable any other pretty rock that you can make out of upbs i wonder if that's what the islanti think their garrison's awfully close to that embankment i'm thinking those jewels might be worth something well I, they they haven't paid them any minds uh I think they built there in the center of town primarily because that was the, the only place large enough for their building. Ah, that too. I see a strange symbol off here to the east. Uh, four spheres, it appears, around a well. Uh, yeah, not not a well. There there ain't much of a, a water table here around the colony, but uh, we, we get all of our... our uh, H2O from from the mists, you know, the fogs. Uh, so that's a condenser, moisture collector. Ah. Tell me, how much water is there in the storage? Well, not nearly enough now that the Aslanti got it under lock and key. That's that's one of the sites uh, on my list, actually. They, they seem to have some kind of control over it now, and uh, well, I, I've heard weird things from... Uh, from people in town about it, uh, you know, cra- crazy things he's calling us will say, he'll say it's it or something. Are there any regular patrol routes that the Atlanti troops take as they enforce their martial law? Uh, there, there are a few that we we've seen, um, mainly 
uh, goes around the exterior of the town. Uh, uh, you, you can see some of the, the, the main roads kind of marked here, but they go around the, the back sides of houses every once in a while too, which is a little dangerous, but, um, I, I know for a fact, uh, they, they seem to end some of their routes up by the cemetery. Um, and it's one of the, the furthest places from, from town that, uh, some of the rest of these patrols seem to get to. Have you noticed anything about how they communicate with their home base? Do they radio regularly? Do they do they have seem to have any communication at all? Yeah, no, they they their their communication systems seem to work fine, but none of ours seem to do. Um, we, we have difficulty talking to one another even with our our, our comm units. Um, they they got some kind of dampening device on the entire area. No, do you know where the signal jammer is? I mean, I, I gotta reckon it's in their garrison. They they don't have much stakes in any other buildings in town. You mentioned you had a few targets in mind. Besides the storehouse, what other ideas did you have? The, the storehouse, I, I mainly want you all to check in on because... Well, that's Rendell Tace's place. He, he's in charge, runs the, the colony storehouse, uh, the general store, what have you. And they've kept him under thumb. Uh, and, and I ain't heard of, uh, from him in a few days. Won't let any of us check in on him. They want all the trading to go through them. So, yeah, if you can contact him, make sure he's okay. You might be able to set up some trade for goods under the table, what have you. But there's some other things going on here too, besides the uh, the moisture collector. Um, they, they might have taken uh, Mayor Madelon, but uh, I'd love to see if they the Aslanti left anything in his house. Uh, he he might have left something behind, be an interest to y'all. And and finally, I, I mean, you know, I see the, the scratch marks there on your armor and. Uh, I can tell that you all met some of our local pests, the Hobgars. Are you referring to the monkey-like creatures? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the blue-furred things, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we call them Hobgars, the inquisitive little buggers. Uh, monkey up a lot of our vehicles and buildings here in town. Uh, a month uh, or so back... Uh, we set a, a lure in a trap near near the center of the colony, and, and we used to take turns loading the traps onto a, a hover trike and emptying them a, a few miles out from town. But since the invasion, that's that's uh, not been done. So I, I figure there's a whole mess of them just waiting uh, for liberation up there, and uh, it, it's a pretty simple job. But if you can sneak up that pole and let them out, I, I imagine they'll cause all kind of havoc around the Atlantis garrison. And where would that be on the map? I'm not, sh- do, do, do. I'm not sure if there's like a specific point on the map. I think it's right by the garrison though, right here. And is the uh, the house with the radar dish on the top, is it the mayor's house? Uh, mayor's house is the one far over here to the west. The, the radar dish was their communications building, but that was kind of destroyed when they invaded. Okay. So talk it out in characters. What do you what are your characters thinking you want to do? I believe we should go to the mayor's house first. It is farther away from the garrison and we are less likely to run into 
as much trouble as if we go to the storehouse first. Mm, well, I'm low on fuel, and it would not be good for us to get into battle if I'm out. Then we'll have to do it quietly, won't we? There, 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 there's a problem with that plan, Bumfuzzle. And mm-hmm. it's... And then he just just gestures to his large, gargantuan bear body. Just stands up and knocks over like five things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm terrible at stealth. Um... <clears throat> I, I bred a. Uh, that's why you're the. That's why you're the distraction. Go. <laughs> uh, I, I, I bred a says that you know you might be able to to barter with um, uh, Tace, uh, Rindle Tace, for for supplies if if you're able to uh, to win him over to uh, to talk talk to him about uh, you know fighting back against the Islanti. How many entrances are on this this storehouse building? Um, just, just the main one, I believe this front one facing the garrison. So, uh, she says, you know, if you want to do that, maybe do it now or under the, the cover of, of nighttime darkness. Yeah. What's, what's the, uh, what's the lighting situation like here? Are there just like still kind of light on, on? No, no. I mean, like as far as like artificial lighting, is it, are there like porch lights or. There might be some floodlights around the the garrison, but yeah, just like light bulbs or, or halogen lights uh, in the in the houses. They're pretty low wattage, um, as the I think most most of these places have like their own little uh, tiny generator. Is this place also super misty? Um, it is not as much. There's like a, a cloud coverage hanging over the top of it but clearing out like the plants and things it seems like the mist kind of dissipates here so you can see like pretty clear across the town maybe not like the extreme other end but um it's a lot thinner here so not not as far as concealment i'm worried that once we go to the storehouse we will be too close to the garrison, and they, if they if spotted, we will never make it to the mayor's house for any of the information that they have therein. I could try making it a little darker. Maybe give us a little cover. That's a great idea. I forgot you had that power. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, if that's something um, you guys want to do. Sounds like you want to divide into two smaller and weaker teams and go in two different directions. Is that what I'm hearing? No. No. You want to split the party as, no. as wise no. a decision as that no. is? Uh, are we going to the storehouse first? Yeah, let's, not, let's try to, let's try to sneak over there and see, and see what we can see. If it, if it looks too hot, we'll back up. Does that sound good? I'm down. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I think, I think securing supplies, um, you know, I read. I mentioned that uh, we need to get some wins so that people, there's like higher morale amongst the insurgents, and you know, being able to secure a supply line through taste would probably help in that regard. Yeah, that would that would mean a lot to the colonists, I'm sure, especially if the Atlantes are sort of hoarding stuff like water and food and such. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> she'll uh, kind of see you to the door and makes. Uh, uh, Jellic, when he stands up to go with you, makes him sit back down. So, no, you're resting. Uh, she uh, says, you know, uh, take take a look out and and and, and talk with Tace. Uh, you know, when when you come back, I'm gonna see if I can touch base with some of the other members 
of the resistance uh, I've recruited as well. Uh, I know that some of them will want to be needing to vet you with their own eyes, but uh, if you secure the trust of someone like Rendell, well, like my own, their own knowledge and resources could be invaluable to us. So anyway, it's too dangerous for us all to meet one place. See if I can set up times for you all to talk one-on-one. Uh, good luck, you all. So can so, we get uh, out the back of of her house and like scoot through the woods? Yep, she can show you that pretty easily. Um, there's actually a few. Um, you didn't even see them walking around the exterior of the building in the darkness. Um, panels that she has like loose that she can um, flip open and let you out. You guys can go. Can I go around this doors? This this back way. <laughs> um, and yeah, the. Uh, it's only a, a few hundred feet away. Um, the, the storehouse is a, a large set of prefabricated uh, shipping containers cut and welded on top of one another. And it makes this very large warehouse, um, about a, a hundred square feet. You see the the main entrance is a, uh, a small closed door in, in the front facing the south. And it is beside like a larger kind of like hangar uh, gated entrance. And the, the small door has a sign that reads office uh, next to it. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a window on the door? No window. No hmm. metal slab of a door. Hmm. Uh, what, what's the situation look like in front of the warehouse? I mean, it's pretty quiet. It's still the early morning hours. Uh, you hear <clears throat> maybe coming from the garrison in the center of town uh, what what sounds like the turret on top of the building kind of like idly turning, maybe doing some maneuvers. There's some uh, what sounds like uh, an alarm beeping, kind of like a, a security sweep of some sort nearby. Um, but yeah, that's the Aslanti building. Uh, all the rest of the prefab container buildings you've walked by so far are are pretty quiet. And would you say that it's dim light right now? Uh, Yes, still dim light. Do we have that motion detector that we could use to see if we could uh, see if a patrol is coming? Yeah, I believe Bump Puzzle's got that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and attune that to all of us. Tap it on everybody. I think it's uh, four hour long charges or something like that, so turn it on. Uh, as you guys are walking, um, uh, maybe when you like walk up against uh, another one of the the, the buildings, uh, the prefab buildings, like this one between Ibretta's workshop and the the storehouse, it detects like some movement inside, and mm-hmm. like as you put your ear to it, you can hear like a colonist inside like waking up, and mm-hmm. you hear like a toilet flush. So as we're up here by the by the door, um, can I put my ear against the door and then listen in to see if there's uh, if there's some 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 moving around, some motion? Maybe point my maybe point that badge towards the uh, towards the door. Uh, yep it's it's got a pretty pretty wide range um, through walls and, and like thick jungle. You think it might get t- cut down a bit, but you neither hear anything. Nor does it flash. It does not detect any any movement. Hmm. I think that means the coast is clear. Let's move. Well, if I were securing a building like this, and there weren't somebody inside, 
uh, I would trap the door. So let me check for that. Make me a perception check. Uh, that's a 22 on perception. 22. You detect none of the traps that are on the door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can any of the rest of us roll perception? No. Bumfuzzle's the best. Okay. Uh, uh, but no, okay. Bumfuzzle's at the door. Yeah, you open it up. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to gonna try the door, try the handle. It opens. It is not locked. This is this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird way to secure important supplies. Okay, here we go. So I go inside. Everybody else following suit, or are you just gonna hide out out back? Uh, is it dim light inside too? Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot of the lights are are turned on in there. How do y'all feel about darkness? If we are looking for anything in particular, darkness may not suit us inside. Well, maybe get not, some dark vision. May not suit the Bub. human. <laughs> Bub, get with the program. Oh, the darkness does not bother me. All right, just for you, Kaz, I'll leave the lights on. Tolaire's got a great uh, play it again, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, oh, tomorrow, maybe not yeah, tomorrow, but I'll leave yeah, the lights I, I, on. I, I, I love how she kind of to like a semi-wise guy. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I'll think about it. Um, I love all your characters so far. Uh, I want to kill them, but I also want to keep them around for another episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. So you guys are all walking inside. No one's no one's hiding out and, and keeping watch outside or uh, weakening yourself by dividing into two smaller groups. No, no, no. Nice try. All right. Well, seems like something you would do. Uh, be very easy to sneak up behind you if nobody is standing sentinel outside us. All I got to say. Well, we'll just lock. The Terrible door. planning. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. So inside, uh, you see several large storage racks, barrels, crates, you know, other containers, different sizes, but almost all of them are marked with the, the symbol of the golden key. Um, that kind of shows them to be Abadar core property. As you're walking along, you see what looks like a broken crate. It's dry goods spilled out over the floor, and what looks like a shelf that's collapsed. Uh, a, a few boxes and bags kind of strewn about. As you continue to move forward, wasn't everyone make me a stealth roll? And you know how we do. I like to add when you're moving in a big fun group, the highest and the lowest roll together. Get a nice, nice, terrible average. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's natural. I think we could stop rolling. Natural three for Kaz. And uh, Bumfuzzle, what'd you get? Uh, 27. Jeez, Louise. So averaging those together, that's like, what? 16, 17, yeah. somewhere in there. 16, 17. I'll up to 17. I'm a nice guy. Uh, and everyone go ahead and make me a perception check as well. For real? Another six? Come on. hey Somebody 20. sees something. 20, Tyler. Natural 20. That's a 26 altogether. 
Uh, right, right, right. So some good ones there. I think that's definitely the best. Twenty six. Um, I was busy like or... looking somewhere else for a for a trap. Like I'm like maybe <laughs> this open bag is trapped. <laughs> Just start stabbing boxes. You're a trap. <laughs> Tell me your trap secrets. Uh, Nikita, yeah, you're you're the. You seem to be the only one noticing uh, one another in this group as uh, everyone else seems to be kind of blindly walking forward. Nikithi sees what looks like uh, someone in uh, a set of Islanti armor standing over what clearly looks like a dead body about 30 feet onward in the darkness. Body just crumpled on the ground, a bloody wound upon its head. Everybody stop. There is an Aslanti. Oh, you're saying this out loud? Well, whispering. Okay. So Nikithi kind of then motions where, um, you know, he was seeing and uh, maybe gestures to hide behind something. Do you all want to hide? Or we can run in guns blazing. Well, I mean, well, how far away is this guy right now? About 30 30. feet and hasn't turned their back uh, from you yet. Just seems to be looking down at this dead body. Okay, wait, sorry. So back is to us right now. Correct. Okay. We could take him by surprise. There seems to just be one of him. One that we can see, but one that we can kill. Um, so now that you guys have observed uh, what is happening here, uh, make me a sense motive. Well, anyone that can see. Ow. Mm. Uh, it's a 20 for Nikithi. Like both Talara and Nikithi, yeah. It doesn't look, I don't know, maybe this Aslanti is hurt. Uh, something seems off about the soldier. He seems to be moving a lot less fleet, a lot less ath- athletically than the ones that you fought yesterday in the forest. So him being out of shape looking and stuff makes me think maybe he... Maybe he may have taken the armor, but he might not be Aslanti. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm thinking, like, can we disable him without... Killing him. Killing him okay. or hurting him. Yeah. Well, can, we, can we all just, like, bum rush him real quick? <laughs> just bum rush him <laughs> and try to... That's what I was down. saying. Yeah. Just, like, hug him? Yeah, just hug Feel him. hard? Like, yeah, just, like, just skittermanders? all over this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I want to see if I can maybe possibly like, intimidate him. I mean, if I came up behind just appear out of the shadows as a giant bear, maybe he was... Yeah, you know, flip out. Do it. But if okay. you throw down and intimidate. But, but if this is someone who has already killed an Aslanti and has taken their armor, would intimidation scare them? We don't know if he yeah. killed them. He just might have the armor. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, way, maybe he it's... pushed over one of these one of these uh, uh, shelves on him. I could make it dark. I could shroud us in darkness, and we could pretend to be ghosts and scare him. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't, a, this isn't an episode I, of Scooby Doo. You know what? You know what? I'm, I'm into this idea. I could. I mean, I could. I could hit him with a with an entangle move for with a dirty trick, and he wouldn't be able to run or charge, and would lose AC if he chose to attack us. Sounds like the captain should choose a plan, and let's get going. Um, I guess my question is, uh, Drew, if you did that, would that provoke the battle? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a dirty trick. It's a it, it's a combat maneuver. So okay, yeah, he'd have to hit. Yeah. That would be the fun part. 
True. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to intimidate him. All right. So you're moving up. Yeah. A giant bear behind this figure. And what are you? What are you doing? What are you? Ooh. What are you saying? Um. Oh, I didn't think that through. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my plan's crumbling before me. I'm like a preparedness. Don't move or die. As Lanty is always a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that 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 that's actually pretty good. Don't move or die, As Lanty. All right, make me that intimidate check. Let's see how well the dice agree. Nineteen. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. So, um, uh, almost falls over as you walk up to this figure. And they uh, they kind of whip around and, and do like a hasty salute and say, everything's in order here, comrades. Uh, and you see a, a very old human in, in this set of armor uh, who is speaking in common, is not speaking as Lanty, and uh, then gets a good look at you when. And I don't know if everyone else is in hiding, but if he just sees the bear, it's like, well, wait, you're. You're not one of the Atlantes, are you? No. Okay. Who are you? I am Wynne of the Hexen Way, and you are surrounded. Tell me who you are. Well, the name's Tace. Randall Tace. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Bear. All right. (laughs) At that point, we could probably all come out. Why didn't you say so? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, I thought my goose was cooked when when I heard you sneak up behind me there. Uh, well, what's happening? You're exactly who we're looking for. Oh, hey, Tace. Oh, oh, jeez. Hello. Hey, Tace. That's that's some interesting armor you got there. How'd you how'd you manage to get that, huh? Yeah, Randall. Who's the dead guy? Oh, r- r- well, you see here, this uh, Aslanti came in barking orders at me. And when I didn't comply, he fired off a warning shot in the building. And the ricocheted dang near took my head off. I collapsed this shelf back there and, well, it snapped his neck like a twig. Uh, I, I put on his armor here hoping I could fool the rest of them into thinking one of them had run off. Uh, but I was having trouble fitting into it. And, well, and they keep barking orders into the earpiece of his helmet. So, but, but I don't speak as Lanty. I don't, I don't know what to do. That was some quick thinking. Good job. Well, we could use really, someone like you on our team. I, I, I don't know how to move this body really out of here. It's, uh, it's a bit too heavy for me. Well, maybe we can help you in exchange for some supplies. I Where am, are you going again? <laughs> I am more interested in what those comms are saying. Some of us speak Islanti and we can tell how close they are to retribution for what you have done. Uh, he takes off the helmet and passes it over to you and says, Oh, you're, you're welcome to this here, here helmet. Uh, I'm worried they're going to send more looking for this one. How long ago did you, uh, t- did this one attack you? Uh, as, as you say that, um, the comms begin to like static sparkle through and you can hear coming out of the helmet as Lanty speak. You, what, what does it oh, say? You putting the helmet on? I put the helmet on. In Aslanti, uh, you hear a, a pretty sharp voice say, Come in, Cadet Kaltan. Repeat, come in. We're still waiting on the transmission of the Storehouse Manifest. 
This is coming straight from Master at Arms, Oalahara. She wants that information today, Cadet. Uh, I think that that's what the dead Atlante were 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 barking at before. What was it that they're saying? They're demanding the manifest that this one was sent to get of everything in the storehouse. Oh, right, right. You know, I think they were talking about getting a complete rundown of our inventory here. Uh, well, what what do we do? How quickly can you manufacture a fake inventory? I can send them along any information you want me to try and respond with. Well, we, if we took some supplies for the insurgents, then he could fake the manifest and they would never know they were gone. Well, yeah, no, if you all want to make some purchases from the storehouse, you can. I can knock those items off the manifest. Uh, Is Lanty to be none the wiser and. I can convert you all credits into UPBs and vice versa if you want. Well, I think we're, I think we're missing a core problem. And, and Bumfuzzle points to the dead man sitting in front of everybody. <laughs> like that guy's still dead. Uh, pa- uh, Patrick, can I do a medicine check to see if he's really dead and not just like unconscious? Oh yeah, no, he's uh, he's full on dead, dead. I speak mm. as Lanty, but I do not trust my ability to trick their communications team. Who else speaks as Lanty? Uh, I, I do, but I don't know how great a bear is going to <laughs> come across. <laughs> it's me, Gadekata Galtarn. <laughs> right, well, Whoever right. does decide to talk, I can help you out a little bit. Explain. With charming veneer. <laughs> Magic spells. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to do it? I'll do it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. I, I think cause should or. Oh, and I cannot believe I am saying this, but bum fuzzled should try to fake the response and then we will hide the body in the forest. It will take them a while to figure out he is gone. Or so long as, as you take him away from. From here, that hopefully if we can transmit the the storehouse inventory, that they won't come looking for them here. They will not. I am sure the hobgars are hungry and could use a snack. Gross. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that seems unrelated. But okay. <laughs> All right. So who's who's making the response? Bumfuzzle. I believe that. Your abilities would be better with this, but I do not know that ah, they yes. will trust your voice. Gimme, 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 gimme. Take, take the helmet, I stick it on, and I say, hello, hello, hello. You have to take your helmet off before you put oh, the Islanti helmet on. Boom. No, take it off and put the other one on. It's like, it's, it's way too big for me. It's way too big for my <laughs> tiny head. Uh, Talara puts Charming Veneer on Bumfuzzle reluctantly. Oh. You suddenly Ooh. feel a lot more uh, suave. Oh, welcome to <laughs> Radio, listeners. Bum Fuzzard. Okay. And so, so I, I, I bang on the earpiece until I hear it sort of like uh, make, a, make a pinging sound that tells me that I'm transmitting back. And I say, ah, yes, I got Captain, prop, Captain, this is, um, Kandar. 
I, I, uh, well, I have the manifest already, so uh, everything is coming up just fine. All right, real, real pop quiz here. What language are you speaking? Aslanti. All right, good. Good. Uh, <laughs> is that what he asks me? Because I can answer that one. No, no, that's what Patrick's asking. But uh, I was wondering if you'd have a different accent in uh, Aslanti, but it's like this weird <laughs> smooth uh, buzzle. Does the, does the cadet have any other like identifying uh, marks on his uniform or something that we might need? Uh, not, not really. Okay. <clears throat> um, when, uh, uh, after a while, you, the radio picks back up in your ear bum fuzzle and says, well, what's the, the holdup, uh, call Tarn? Uh, we've been waiting. Go ahead and, and send that over. Oh, I'm right on it, sir. I'm sorry. My voice is a little scratchy. You see, I opened up a, a bag of Feldstein flower and it got all up in my throat so that's why i sound like this and also why i'm late i've been coughing all day you see <laughs> i'm sorry uh, i think our our earpieces aren't working here did you say feldstein flower that's that's a made-up brand oh it's not this doesn't sound, something's not adding up here Oh no, it's very true. Ah, uh oh, <laughs> um, you're breaking up on me. I'm gonna have to let you go. I'll just transmit it. I'll transmit what? it, and I'll I'll what be right over. Oh, <laughs> cool. Wait, what's plus what? one to this? Yeah, yeah, I get plus one, Patrick. It's oh, uh, my goodness. I rolled an eleven. <laughs> bluff check. He rolled a bluff check, by the way. Bluff check of eleven. You think that would? Be more than enough to <laughs> anyone and everyone. Uh, I have to double check one second. <laughs> you, you had to name the flower. <laughs> I love it so much. You should have corrected it to Feldspar flower. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, well, I mean, right. It's, it's like, wrong. no, it's no, the, the idea. The idea was like the Bumfuzzle couldn't come up with the name Feldspar, but I like, got halfway there and it was like <laughs> Feldstein, I think. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. This is an opposed uh, roll to your bluff since oh. motive roll. Goof it up. Goof it up, see how man. the dice do for me. Oh no! I have also rolled a six on the dice, <laughs> like you. Uh, so it's like a good minute of dead air uh, before the earpiece picks back up in your in your your helmet, and the the voice on the other line and his lanty says. Yeah, just get the uh, the the manifest sent along and get back on your your patrol route outside the town. It's time to go. We have work to do. You got it, Captain. Not not a problem. Yeah, and it's this is Sergeant. Stop calling me Captain. Oh, sorry, Sarge. I turn it <laughs> off. <laughs> that. And I see, and I look at everybody, and I just like make a just a, a smooth move sort of motion with my hands. I say, "Under control." <laughs> I think Kaz looks. I think we at, found the party face. Here. <laughs> Kaz looks at Bumfuzzle appreciatingly and says, "Good work." It's not the worst Aslanti accent, actually. 
pretty good. Um, uh, yeah. Now that that is taken care of, let us talk about securing supplies. Yeah, no, I, I can send whatever y'all need. Uh, and like I said, if you have UPBs or credits, I can uh, knock whatever you need out of the, the supplies here. Uh, I, I can't help you uh, much more than that, but uh, I mean, take take this uh, Islanti's gear. Uh, this is yours, and um, you know, I, I got a uh, a beat old up uh, set of armor. You can have two in the back, and went to a locker, and there's a, a set of armor there for you as well. Hmm. What nice. kind of armor is that? It is station wear, casual station wear, which is level three light armor. Ooh. So you all can take a look at that and take that with you. And uh, yeah, if you need to make some some light purchases, say for weapon fuel or, or maybe a battery or two here or there, or a, a healing serum, we can make some, some purchases. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I could, uh, use a, I could use a battery. Yeah. Cass could yeah. use some healing serums. Yeah, I'm going to need a couple things of fuel. Take a look at what you need, make a, a list, and we'll put it in our party loot sheet, uh, which is how we track purchases. There there might not be too many chances to 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 resupply in this campaign. So also converting credits to UPB is never a bad idea. Uh yeah, I'll I'll definitely go ahead and swap out my credits for UPBs. I feel like that'll be a much more you know, much easier way to you saw most everything. Um technological uh you would need in Ibreda's workshop to to craft weapons and armor and things like that. Um the rudimentary tools to um make a, a fusion as well. She has like a fusions design kit. <laughs> like a bedazzler <laughs> kit. <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna grab like the guy's like gun and a few a few items and then um I, th- I think with just a battery and swapping out for my UPBs, I'm re- I'm ready to go when you guys are. Cool. Um. Well, Rindle tastes. Uh, thanks you. Are, are are you taking this body with you? Oh yeah, we're supposed to do that too. Yes. Uh, yeah. When, when can when you can you eat this <laughs> bitch? <laughs> go ahead, Drew. I was talking over you. <laughs> no, you I, think, I think we all said eat at the same time. <laughs> When can you eat a whole man in one sitting? Can <laughs> I? I need you to do. I need you to do me a favor here, dog. It's gonna be. It's a big one. Oh man! Do uh, you have any uh, hot sauce? You guys just dragging them out into the forest. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, yeah, maybe drag them out. Drag them back ch- to where the. Uh, you know, just somewhere, somewhere secluded that's off their patrol path, and mm-hmm. leave them for the, just leave them. So uh, somehow you're taking uh, the body out into the woods um, to to hide, and um, yep, don't encounter any patrols out there. Seems like maybe you took care of those patrols to the north um, during the the previous day, and it's. Only uh, an hour or so before your your back job done. Do you want to report back into Ibreta? Yeah, yeah. It, it'd be good that that she knows that the 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 communication line with the supplies are up. Yeah, she. You know, you, when you come inside, you see Jellic asleep on the couch, and uh, she's got the place cleaned up. The the maps are like off the table, but uh, 
she welcomes you back in, shows you like the secret back entrance, meets you there, and um, she, uh, Ibretta takes a look at the armor. It's like, oh, you got, you got one of their their armor. You took one of them out, did you? Actually, it was Taste that did this. Uh, although old, old man Taste, it sounds more like the Aslanti did it to themselves. A ricochet gone wrong. Well, this is this is great. We can get enough of their armor. We can. Just march around, look just like them. Well, I, I mean, might have to do some modifications to get the bear in a, one of these suits of armor. But you know, for the most part, the the rest of you could could pass as a weirder looking Islanti from afar. If that's something you you are interested in doing, that may be helpful down the line. Uh, we're happy to tell you though that the supply communication line is open. Good, good. I'll, I'll tell the rest of. The- insurgents as it were and uh they'll be they'll be pretty pretty happy about that uh especially if we can sneak out some uh some some good foods every once in a while uh well uh, i know it's still pretty early in the morning but have you all given any thought of where you're going to be hanging your hats here in town um you're, you're welcome to come back here to rest if you need uh but I, i'm worried a, a little bit about you all using this hidden entry uh, uh, over and over again. Maybe you draw too much attention with all of you. Um, listen, I'm sorry to bring up the elephant in the room. There's a giant bear sitting on my love seat. It uh, it could be best if if when you all rest up overnight uh, later, maybe maybe half here and half uh, camp outside of town. Keep a keep a watch on the place. Like as soon as she says that, the love seat like gives out under. Underwin, <laughs> no, no, it's it, it's more broken than it was. You before. you you are trying to split this party so hard. I, I Brenda says I, I I'm sorry. I, I just imagine the six of you traipsing around town might draw more attention than needs be. I agree. We will spend some time just camping. Although, if the mayor's residence is empty, perhaps we could rest there. If the mayor is in custody, I cannot imagine that they would have too much surveillance of his property. They may be using it as some sort of base. Perhaps we should investigate before we make a final determination. I agree. It might be best to wait until night. That is a long way to travel in open. Can't Talara make it dark? Would that not draw attention to us? Like, oh, look, it's daytime, except right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, can't she make the entire place? Like, wouldn't she make the entire place dark? I think she's like a a 30-foot radius. Oh, yeah, that's pretty conspicuous. (laughs) We could go ahead and release the creatures, cause a disturbance, and in the confusion, make our way towards the mayor's house. I'm just worried that it's not the right time. If we cause a disturbance too quickly, we we may end up utilizing a trump card. I to, to be perfectly honest, I don't know how useful these monkeys are going to be. We could try our hand at the cemetery and thin out the ranks of the patrols a little bit. Ooh, once again, lots of choices you guys can can pick it sounds like everyone wants to go a different direction uh captain 
Win, what's mm. Win feeling? Well, yeah, I mean, it is morning, so I guess we should probably, if I, I do, I think we should go to um, investigate first. Mm-hmm. But I think that the uh, the subject of it being light outside, I think we should wait until dark. Okay, I mean, that's, that's a good, like, uh, uh, eight or nine hours away from now. Um, oh, good, we can sleep and get another hit point back. Oh, that works. <laughs> it's eight or nine hours, right? Yeah. Well, where where are you sleeping? The broken futon. In the broken futon. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, Ibretta is like, yeah, no, like one or two of you. Well, can can we kill Ibretta and come then, on? Geez. Come on. No, I I, I you can but cry. I, I do She's agree. a level twenty techno man. <laughs> you know, oh, stomp man. you bear no I I, I I i agree with miles i think we should check out her the the mayor's residence just to get an idea of what's going on there if it looks clear maybe we investigate further if not we go out into the woods we wait until dark we come back and then we do our thing yeah i th- i think maybe if we go behind the house things and not along the main path that might be a a yeah, like along the perimeter Better here. option. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if you guys want to investigate the mayor's residence, uh, it's, you know, maybe 20 minutes to just sneak around the outside of the colony, get back onto this west side where you find two, you know, just deathly quiet prefabricated units um, kind of shaped together in an L formation. Mm-hmm. Uh, two different entrances. There's the, the main one that looks like it's a living space and the other entrance seems to be a, a meeting place for Abadar services. It has a sign that reads, all are welcome before the master of the first vaults. And the other door, uh, the one closer to you, reads private residence. Uh, uh, there's there's a Any keypad inside. Uh, no motion. Uh, there's a keypad in front of both doors. And uh, Ibretta says, you know, before you leave that she has the key codes to like every uh, residence in town, just the nature of her work um, and, and is able to give that to you. Um, uh, yeah. Which one do you want to go to first? Probably the private residence so that we can secure it. And if no one's in there, we can at least have a small little base of operations. Uh, okay. So uh, who's going up to the Doha? I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll scout it out. Yep. No no movement. Um, it seems pretty quiet on this side of the town. Uh, you are almost as far away from the, the, the center of the town, the garrison, as you can. Um, are, are you putting the code into the, the keypad? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I will. Yeah. Uh, the, the lock just kind of beeps and flashes red as soon as you start to key in any numbers. It, uh, it doesn't seem to be working. Hmm. Can I, can I just like Jimmy this thing open? It looks like it will require some engineering work to get it operational. Uh-huh. Do you got a, a kit to, uh, to crack it open and start like oh. rewiring and stuff? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which pocket is that in? <laughs> That's in my uh, back pocket. That's in my jeans. It's in my, my I have my cut off jeans. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. picking kit. Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead and make me. Uh, this is actually just a like a uh, engineering like wiring kind of role. Yeah. Go ahead and make me engineering check. Yeah. 
I stab it with my knife. That's a 17. Not enough. Ow. Not enough. It, yeah, it seems like you're almost there and like power starts going to the keypad and then like a spark like shoots out of it and it goes dead again. You're uh, not sure. Not sure what the problem was here. Bumfuzzle uh, curses and then just uh, and it tells Nikiti to go work on it. It's like the first time I think Jabert's ever failed <laughs> an engineering check. <laughs> uh, yeah, D- D- Nikithi, do you want to move forward and give it a try? Yeah, Nikithi moves forward. He looks at it and he says, I do not know how I will do with this after the apparent knife wound, but I will try. Are the rest of you uh, hanging by or where, where are the... We're, we're, the we're hanging back a little bit because we don't want to have a whole group of different creatures around a door. That oh, so possibly see. <clears throat> splitting the party is what you're saying. No, we're just we're a few smaller, them. less we're, powerful groups. We're within 30 um, feet of them. Yeah, we're not that far behind. <laughs> okay. So Nikithi has thieves tools, so he's going to have a plus four to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this isn't this isn't lockpick, and this is just like a uh, a regular engineering. Um, well, check to I'm, get it working. Oh, I would, well, didn't matter. I failed. <laughs> three on oh, the dice please. i'll say yep yeah he, he just looks at it and he goes yeah he's like your knife stabbed some important uh, connectors puzzle <laughs> <laughs> comes back and says no it didn't watch you just have to <laughs> <laughs> uh, no like, it's, it's like it's like a jar of pickles like like nikithi sort of loosened it up for me but <laughs> no <laughs> Uh, yeah, it'll it'll take you some some time uh, going over both of what you guys have on here. So uh, where it might have been a quick fix and now it takes you like the good part of 10 minutes to rewire this door. It seems like power was like cut, maybe or deadened. Um, perhaps someone rewired it. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't working. It, it does take some time um, before you get it capable to uh to input the code again but uh yeah after about 12 minutes or so we'll call it um it finally flashes green uh, after you put the code in and the door creaks open um once you well we got nikithi and bumfuls here you guys want to give me a perception check uh 24 Nice. So, yeah, indeed, the Aslanti seem to have been here. The Im- impression uh, you get immediately is that they were looking for something. The cabinets and drawers are open, contents strewed on the floor, papers, uh, pots and pans. Um, there's broken glass. Uh, but in addition to that, you see underneath uh, the the mat uh, right on the other side of the door bum fuzzle. Well, it looks like a raised plate um, kind of just like lifting the, the, the mat and some papers right off the ground. Looks like they, they left behind some kind of fun. Welcome surprise. <gasps> a trap. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All right. So I, I don't open the door any further and then I pull out my trap Smith's tools and um, yeah, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to disable this thing, and I tell Nikithi to step back. You, well, you do know to make sure to not cut the wrong wire. Yeah, I mean, I was about to say, Nikithi can, if you want, you can stay there and, and try and aid him. Yeah, do you want to aid? 
Yeah, he'll stand back, but he's going to aid by pointing things out from afar. <laughs> I mean, you got to be within 10 feet. Okay, oh, so hey, fine, Patrick. You ruined my fun. <laughs> Get up, sorry. You sluggo. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Cut uh, the blue yeah, wire. So, I'm colorblind. Yeah, Nikithi, Nikithi will come over, and he's he's looking over Bumfuzzle's uh, shoulder and making, right. making comments. All right, here we go. Uh, you want to? You wanna... Yeah, is this engineering? Yes. Yes. Auto assist. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. All right. So I get a plus four to this from my trap smithing tools. Ooh-hoo. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't think you need six help here. It's a, a pretty simple um, pressure pad uh, spring to kind of set off what looks like some kind of alarm, some kind of blast um, to uh, <laughs> alert, you know, whoever cracks open this door that they're not supposed to be here. Um, it looks like it would do some sonic damage, but um, you're able to just cut the wires, pull the pad up, and uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty high-tech rig, but it is disabled. Okay. Nikithi looks at it and he kind of laughs and he says, the Aslanti develop great technology, but none of them ever think that it's going to be inter- used by a goblin, I think. Uh, and that's a CR1 tramp pretty easily uh, bypassed by you all. Uh, 100 XP each. Hey! hey, hey. Bing, bing, bang. Um, right. Uh, you don't see anything else here in steps. Uh, the coast looks clear inside. Okay. You're moving in? Yeah, I'm going to wave yep. everybody over. Suppose so. See a giant blue bear just tiptoeing across the, the way. Uh, right. So, like I said, it looks like his place was tossed and doesn't look like anyone's been here for some time. Um, just has the sense of kind of cold staleness of an abandoned house. Um, what do you guys want to do? We're in the residence, not the Abadar Corp side. Right. Correct. Yeah. It's, you know, there's a, a small bed, um, like a kitchen area, bathroom. And it looks like it's attached to the the other side um, of the the house uh, via the bathroom. Perhaps we should go through to see if there is anything the Islanti missed in their search of the office. Sure. Uh, why don't you make me a perception check? I see nothing. Yes, the bear. Oh, we got a couple natural ones on perception. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. It looks like Kaz and Bumfuzzle, you're maybe listening, peering through um, to this next section, and you can hear uh, the door on the other side open up. Uh, it sounds like someone entering into the the business side of the, the building. That's not good. Yeah, I, I put my put my finger up to my mouth just to make a shush, a shush finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you all can hear maybe some footsteps over there. Some of the metal floorboards uh, kind of creaking a bit. Seems like someone just kind of wandering around. Hmm. Does the motion detector just... tell us anything? Uh, there's the same thing that your ears are telling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's just, someone yeah. moving around. Uh, should we just knock? I mean, not from this side, because this is the resident side and it's locked up. How far away are they? Uh, well, these buildings aren't much more than like 50 feet long. So 
uh, you imagine within the range of the motion detector about that. And we have no way of knowing who's on the other side of the door. Yeah, what if uh, Nikithi kind of points at the um, Aslanti armor we have and points at you, Kaz, and then back at the office? How quickly will it, can I put that on before they notice? Uh, I mean, popping in and out of armor is like a, a minute or so. I'll do that then. Okay, so you pull out these pieces. Uh, you guys uh, are carting around and start rocking rocking on Kaz. Are, are, you, are you doing it as far away from the bathroom as you can? Towards the entrance of the, the house? or Yes, to, make, to be as quiet as possible. Uh, okay, cool. Um, can I have... Everyone make a perception check. While this is happening. Do I still make one even though I'm putting on the armor? Uh, no, no, you're kind of busy. Um, it's, yeah, it seems like there's some, some shuffling going on the other side. Uh, you hear maybe like a, a chair or something move, but doesn't seem like anyone's coming over to your side yet. Um, okay. We got some pretty good rolls on perception here. Uh, get back to this, but you, you're able to put the armor on. Uh, are you heading on over, Drew? Yes. I look at everybody first to, to give a good nod, and then I open the door and head in. Uh, as soon as you... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Can I put Charming Veneer on him before he leaves? If that's something you want to do, go go right ahead. I will do that. Cracking open that door to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, you surprise what looks like a teenage human. Um, Justin kind of, uh, uh, you know... <laughs> pants and a, and a, a short jacket um, moving onto the other side. It does look like maybe a temple of Abadar, but it's really just like a meeting room, this long meeting room, with some benches and chairs and uh, a large um, podium slash altar and a golden cityscape painted on the long wall. Uh, th- this teenager you know, just kind of whips around <laughs> as soon as you walk in the room. He's like, oh boy, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, to, to be poking around here. Oh gosh. Call me yourself. Tell me your name. Oh, oh uh, you speak common? Of course, but please uh, tell me your name. Um, my name is Weldis. Uh, Weldis Arquin. Kaz removes the helmet and the armor. My name is Kaz. I am not who you think I am. We saw that there was someone in this room and we tried to prepare ourselves for the worst. But we have found you instead of who we expected to find. And then he opens the door behind him to the rest of the cavalcade of of (laughs) craziness. Uh, okay. What's going on? Sorry to scare you in this... We are, we are a team sent here by Sedona, and we are helping a very nice woman put together a team. <laughs> I lost it. it sounds like someone hasn't taken notes about character names. I did. I couldn't find her in my notes. It's, it's written at the top of the map. Written on the map. the top of the map. I'm not at the map. Shut up. <laughs> I Bretta <laughs> found her. Oh, you know why, Bretta? Yes, yes, she is... Doesn't tr- sound like you know her. She is trying to start a resistance to the Aslanti, and we 
are here to help. Oh, you, you, you're looking for uh, uh, Maidalon's reports, too? Of course. Yes. What can you tell us to help us purge the Aslanti from these lands? Oh, well, um, my mom said that uh, uh, one of her friends were, was waiting on a port um, from from out in the, the Blue Tin Range, uh, the, the mining camp, uh, and, and, and thought it might be here. Have you found anything? Uh, not over here, but uh, as as you're saying this, bumfuzzle, <laughs> you look down and, and see what indeed looks to be like a sealed uh, envelope that has uh, written on it. Um, uh, let's see, uh, Goraya Lee, and it has the uh, BTEP mining rig logo that you saw on the, the camp out in the mountains. Oh, interesting. Uh Child, can I see that? No, you found it. Oh, I found this. This is mine. Stay away from it. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna peruse these documents real quick. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it looks like a just a report of an accident that happened, uh, like a a small like uh, explosion, like a pressure buildup, a rock slide, and it has a report of a um. A couple of uh, female miners that were injured had some broken bones, but you know says that they'll survive and things like that, hmm. uh, as well as you know some geological readout of of the the area. Um, uh, do do we know anything about this this mining expedition outside of this or? Uh, nope. I mean, feel free to ask. As this guy, what's his name? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Wellness. 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 Yeah. Oh, you got that name, Tyler. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I got Weldus. Yeah, I got Weldus's name. Yeah, he and Weldus go way back. Yeah, Weldus. You say your mother was a part of this expedition? Uh, no, no, my mom's. Uh, well, oh. she's kind of laid up right now, but uh, she yeah. was well, was looking for this for a friend of her, whose uh, uh, nieces she was worried uh, got hurt out 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 in uh, in she, the the blue tents. So your mother's friend's niece. Was that's one right. of these? Got it. Okay, mother's friends. Boy, that's a long walk, huh? Well, my like I said, you're my really, mom's kind of really, laid up. Really pulling, pulling some favors, huh? What is wrong with your mother? Oh well, the Aslanti, uh they came, kind of put a hurting on a, a few people here. Uh, mom spoke out, and well, they they got pretty rough with her, and she can't get out of bed. She's still. You know, bones on the mend, as it were. Hmm. I am sorry to hear that. The Aslanti are never gentle when it comes to those they are putting under martial law. Yeah, no, but if you all are, are working with, with Ibretta, I mean, that's that's real exciting. There's all kinds of uh, good stuff that she's been talking about. I, I, I like to sneak out, you know, uh, poke around the town when I can. Uh, maybe I can help you. Yes, you could. We are thinking of causing a distraction in town by releasing the hobogars that they have held up in cages near the garrison. Oh, yeah, the hobgar trap. Yes. Do you think you would be able to release those for us when the time comes? Well, I don't know if I could do that. I think my mom would probably uh, snap my neck if she heard I did something that reckless. We do not want to make your mother upset. I understand. 
I, I could be a lookout for you all. Get your information. Sneak your stuff. Very good. So okay, so so his mother was looking for these documents. Mm-hmm. Um, should should we escort him back to uh, mommy his home? His mom. Well, his, his mom Thanks. was uh, really helping out someone else. The person whose name is on the documents, Mariah Lee. Oh, there's a lot of fun colonists in town. I hope you guys are writing down <laughs> names. Right, but uh, so. if, if you take it back to my brother, she can you know help straighten things out. Yeah. Um, okay. Should but, we uh, uh, search up through the place one more time? Or yeah, yeah. Before that, does anybody have any other final questions for Weldis? I've written the name down as well. Uh, yeah. I have a final, although perhaps more fitting. I have a penultimate question. If what you say is true and you can really help us, then that demands an answer to a single question. Okay. Do you, in fact? know how we are going to be continued. <laughs> uh, the wind-up. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, oh boy, set up a lot of fun stuff for next week. Woo! Yeah, you guys are knocking, knocking places out here. You've already already found quite a few disabled a trap yeah Wait so we still cut. have um so we do kind of sounds like we need to talk to ibretta about this uh uh goria lee and see what's going on there and we have mm. a cute little lookout in the name of uh well does harkin you know I'm his sure, mom <laughs> yeah i'm sure patrick will kill well does harkin uh rindle taste he's your favorite friend now taste is the best yeah. taste in the place that has the good space if if you send Weldus up the <laughs> the Hobgar pole, I'm definitely killing him. <laughs> that's, that's one dead teen. Uh, uh, no, but we got lots of missions and fun things to find out across this town. Uh, but it's gonna have to wait till next week. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get to it next week. These are fun where there's just I mean, really, we can do you know whatever it's just kind of weighing what we want to do and the consequences of how much problems it's going to cause mm-hmm. yeah I, I i like that a lot anybody angry we didn't uh shoot any guns nope. <laughs> Wait, so where's the Ta- house Talara. of ghosts <laughs> maze of ghosts <laughs> whatever yeah uh the shipping container of ghosts <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the cemetery right <laughs> yeah probably well you mentioned someplace was haunted I think that was the 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 condensers. Mm, the water mm-hmm. condensers. Haunted uh-huh. condensers. Somebody's haunted the water, water. condensers. There you go. Turn off the lights and then the ghost can get real That'd spooky. Be, yeah. Yeah. And then we'll look scary. into the mirror and say Bloody Mary three times and then we'll get an <laughs> optional encounter. Nah, I'm saying can't be careful man. with that, Drew. <laughs> <Be careful. laughs> you don't want the uh, the extra encounters. Be the, the side quest bosses. It's like a CR fifty <laughs> ghost <laughs> in corporeal. Um, <laughs> the ghost of Madeline's landing. Uh, lots of mysteries. You've barely scratched the surface of the the resistance. Uh, I, I mean, you've barely seen an alive Aslanti in town yet. <laughs> uh, right. So lots of fun still to get through here. Uh, but like I said, we'll get to it next week. Um, thank you guys for playing with. 
Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, bud. And yeah, let's uh, let's finish it up this week and say we'll see you next time. See, see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Oh, <gasps> <gasps>